Now we're cooking with gas here. I see. All right, let's go. Welcome back to Ugh, where it's just you, Gianna, and some headphones. And today, Gianna is very congested, so don't really know if you want to keep listening because I sound like ass. I sound like like Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> Wait, am I thinking that? Yeah, you like, Jimmy. <laughs> That's who I sound like right now, so apologies in advance, but you know, we all get a little stuffy sometimes. I don't have coronavirus, so that's good news. Something to, something to be grateful for on this fine day. <laughs> but welcome back to this week's episode. Got a lot of things to be annoyed about. I'm back in California. Yay, back at school. I'm a happy girl. Before I got back here, though, I had to do something that was very disgusting back in Boston before I got back to California. I'll tell you what it is. And it's about to get very TMI. I told you before. We're sharing a lot. We're getting personal on this podcast. So here we go. I had to drop off a stool sample to the hospital. <laughs> we're, just, we're just getting right into it this week. I had a doctor's appointment over Thanksgiving break with my gastrointestinal doctor because I do have Crohn's disease. I won't get too much into it right now, but it's an inflammatory disease of the bowel. So I got that, which is not a fun time. It's pretty shitty, but I'm, I'm hilarious. Anyway, had a doctor's appointment over Thanksgiving break and my doctor ordered a stool sample to basically just check to see if there was anything out of the ordinary in my poopy dupe. So <laughs> she ordered that and I put it off, put it off until a couple days before I left for school this past week. And if you've never done a stool sample, the doctor gives you a kit. You get a stool sample kit, okay? You get a bucket. You get a popsicle stick. <laughs> like a thick, one of those thick looking popsicle sticks. You get gloves and a little container that you put your poop in. So I sit down. You put the bucket on the toilet and it like fits over the toilet, you know? Sit on the toilet. You do your business and then you literally have to poop in the bucket. You got to poop in a bucket, okay? I can't even like try to mask this up in any way <laughs> possible. And not only do you have to poop in a bucket, but you got to use the thick popsicle stick to poke and pick at. <laughs> Ew, I'm disgusted with myself, but it is what it is, right? Got to take the stool out the bucket and put it in the container. And if this wasn't already disgusting and mortifying as it was, you have to take the container back to the hospital. So I wa- I do the I do the stool sample. I I put it, it's so gross. Oh, and you know, obviously you have you have the gloves on too. And I put this 
container in a bag, in another bag in a bag because I'm embarrassed. And I drove myself to the hospital with my bag of shit and took it to Children's Hospital. And yes, I'm 22. I still go to Children's. But I walked in with my bag. The man said, how can I help you? I said, um, I actually whispered. I whispered, okay? I said, I need, I need to uh, take this uh, stool sample because I was embarrassed. And he's like, oh, okay, you're here. Drop off a specimen sample. And I'm like, shh, shut up. He tells me to go wait. This man tells me to go wait. So I sit down with my bag of stool sample in the hospital. And it's just so weird. And I feel so awkward and uncomfortable. Then the nurse calls my name. I get up with the bag. And she takes me in this room. And long story short, she just has me give her the bag. And says, okay, bye. I'm like, why did I have to go in the room and get called out in front of all these people and they can see that I'm holding a specimen sample bag and I go in the bag, like, why couldn't you just take it? Uh, anyway, I think my poop is good. I don't know. They didn't call me, which is good news because if there was anything striking or wrong, they would have called me. So, although I felt weird and it was weird, and uncomfortable, your sis got healthy poop, okay? Anyways, let's get off the bathroom talk. I'm sure that everyone shut off this podcast by now. But if you didn't, let's talk about a really adult, crappy moment that I had this past week also. My car insurance went up $100, which made me cry. I, I, I've i cried maybe 30 times this week. I've just been really emotional and realizing that it's my last semester of senior year. I'm an, I'm an emotional girl, okay? So I got the email that had my statement and my car insurance went up $100 because in November I got in a car accident. It was very minor. I hydroplaned. It was raining in California and since Like Frank Ocean says, it usually doesn't rain in California, right? Right? Wrong. It was raining. But when it does rain, the oils and whatever from the ground, I guess, are more uh, prominent or something. I don't know. But regardless, I hydroplaned into somebody. So I rear-ended somebody. Total accident. We were in traffic, so we weren't even going 20 miles per hour. Like, I want to say I was going 15 miles per hour. But... I rear-ended them, so I was at fault, and this girl claimed injury, okay? She did the whole, you know, we we were, it, it was so minor, we were both fine, so we pull over, and I asked her a hundred times if she was okay. I even texted her the night that, the night after it happened, and then the day after it happened, asking, are you okay, are you okay, are you feeling anything? Because I know sometimes... The reaction from a car accident doesn't come until later. And she says, I'm fine. Are you good? I'm great. It's fine. Everything's fine. And my insurance called me and told me that this girl claimed injury. So it just goes to show people are liars. I just don't believe her. She could have an injury, but guess what? Don't believe her. It is what it is. But my car insurance went up $100 from that freaking car accident. And I'm sad, but I'ma just work harder. And I'm already working harder. I have two jobs. I'm a spin instructor. I teach seven times a week. 
And I also work for a meal prep company out here. And I work that job. So your girl's working, okay? I can pay this car insurance. We good. We fine. It's fine. I'm okay. Did I cry? I did. But I cry over everything. (laughs) But that was all back in Boston. Oh, another thing that happened over when I was back in Boston as well. We all know I talk about SoulCycle all the time because I go all the time. But I was at SoulCycle and I couldn't find any street parking. Usually I find street parking. <laughs> we I told the story of the whole street parking predicament. But last week, couldn't find any street parking. So I decided to park in a little lot. And usually SoulCycle validates it, but you pay $5 or something. Like, no big deal. Parked in the lot, ran into SoulCycle. I realized I did not bring my wallet. And this lot doesn't have Apple Pay. You can only pay by credit card. So I'm like, okay, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll figure it out after class. Class ends. I run out to the lot. And there's like a help button. So I pull up to where you're about to pay. I press the little help button. The man's like, what? I'm like, hi. Uh, I actually, unfortunately, accidentally forgot my wallet. Uh... I, I have Apple Pay. I don't know if you guys have Apple Pay. I'm, I'm really sorry. I don't have cash. And he says, what's your card number? And I say, um, I do not have my card number or nor know it off the top of my head. I can try to get it. And he says, okay, you try. So now there's like eight cars behind me. So I I back up and I let everyone go while I'm trying to find my card number like on the website. But I will I love my debit card website doesn't show me the card number. So I can't find the card number. I pull back up, I press the help button again, and I say, Hi, I can't find the card number. I, I don't I'm sorry. And he says, Okay, I'll be there in three minutes. So I back up again. Three minutes go by, then five, then seven, then ten. So I pull back up to the freaking gate. I press the button again. He says, I'm coming, I'm coming. And I'm like, okay. Like, I had had places to be. Back up again. This man's pulls up five minutes later and he's he just walks up to my car. He 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 drove there. I thought he was like in a booth somewhere. He drives next to me, gets out of his car, and walks up to my driver's side window and just stares me dead in the eyes. Like I was actually, I was afraid, if we're going to be honest here. Looks at me dead in the eyes. I say, look, I can't get my card number. I accidentally forgot my wallet. I don't know what to tell you. I can get you next time. I'm sorry. And he doesn't say a word. He's just staring me into my soul. And I'm like, what, what, what do you want me to do? Like, don't, do you have Apple Pay? And he says, yes. And I say, okay, here. Like, I do the double click thing. And then I'm like, where's the Apple Pay? No, we don't have it. <laughs> I'm like, dude. Eventually he let me out of the lot, but I was stuck for a solid 20 minutes. So that, that was really freaking annoying. But got free parking. Hell to the yeah. Needed to save that money because I got to pay the car insurance. Uh, yeah, but then I flew back to California and oh my word, let's just talk about my flight back to California. 
Airports are annoying. We all get annoyed in an airport, but this was a whole different situation. My flight was supposed to be a direct flight from Boston to Long Beach Airport. Now, in California, I live in Orange County, and usually I fly into LAX because it's cheaper, but LAX is a mess and a nightmare, and then the Uber is $100 to get back to Orange County. So Long Beach Airport is closer and way more convenient, and I had friends that were willing to pick me up, figured, okay, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Book the flight, get to the airport, Flight's supposed to take off at 5. We're sitting on the runway on the plane. Sitting, sitting, sitting. And this is JetBlue. I'm totally calling their asses out right now. I love JetBlue, but I'm pissed. Sitting on the runway in this JetBlue plane. Supposed to take off at 5. And it's now 6.30. And the flight attendant comes over the loudspeaker and says, basically, something went wrong. I still don't even know what it was. The weather, something. Don't know what. To this day, still don't know. She tells us we have to fly to Minnesota, wait, then fly to Long Beach. And at this point, we're already an hour and a half delayed. And everyone on the plane is screaming. We're all pissed. And, oh, I forgot to mention, forgot to mention, I, per usual, packed uh, about a half hour before I had to literally move back to school in my house. Packed a half hour before my flight. Lo and behold, my bag ended up being 64 pounds, which is 14 pounds overweight. And I said, F it, my back hurts. I'm going to just pay the overweight fee. And I get to the counter. The nice, nice lady says, oh, okay, that'll be $150. And did I cry? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was expecting. I was expecting maybe 50 or 30 dollars I don't shit she said 150 I said what uh and I I was already running late so I had to pay it and I cried and I didn't mean to cry in public but I was sad because I was leaving but I cried paid the fee whatever now fast forward to this dilemma everyone on the plane is pissed and I'm extra pissed because I just paid 150 dollars I'm already behind I'm tired I'm cranky I'm hungry we land in Minnesota And we chill for an hour and just do nothing. We didn't even get off the plane. They didn't switch planes. We're all sitting. They didn't give us snacks. Like, I was so confused. And lo and behold, we were two hours late to Long Beach. And JetBlue emailed and said, you know what? Listen, we're going to give you guys a credit, okay? We know how inconvenient this was. And we know how much of an inconvenience it may have had on your plans. So we're going to give you a nice, hefty credit of $25. <laughs> JetBlue, get your shit together. Because that, I emailed them back. I said, hey, that will not suffice. I want my $150 comped because that's crazy. And I don't, I don't $25, that'll get me four packs of gum in the, in the Hudson store. And maybe a water bottle. Like $25. I've been fighting with JetBlue for the past couple days. They just emailed me. They said, oh, Miss Gravelisi, we understand your frustration. So you know what? I'll tell you this. We're going to give you another $25 credit. <laughs> like, okay, well, what's that going to get me? Nothing, JetBlue. Absolutely nothing. So JetBlue loved you. Now I don't. 
how do I be grateful in this situation? I guess I have $50 toward a flight. Great. That'll save me a ton because flights aren't expensive or anything. Uh, yeah, that that's what happened. Oh, 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 before I forget, I'll make this long story short. My roommate and I went to Trader Joe's, a.k.a. my heaven, to do some grocery shopping. And this man, he was uh, definitely not okay in the head. And he went off about asking us what we do. And we said, you know, we want to be broadcast journalists. And then he went off about Trump and everyone in Trader Joe's was staring. And then he gave gave us a rose. And he said these words. Keep saying no till he says yes at the altar. I loved that. I absolutely loved that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even like know where it came from, but I just loved what he said. Because uh, Valentine's Day is next week and you guys won't be getting an episode next week because I'm going to Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I want to take you. Uh, that's how I'm celebrating my Valentine's Day because I'm hashtag single forever. And guess what? I love being single. I'm eternally grateful that I'm single as hell. So won't see you next week. Have a great Valentine's Day. If you're in a relationship, ha! I'm sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We don't discriminate here. Okay. Have a great Valentine's Day, everyone. See you on the next episode. Hey, guys. It's Gianna.